The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast, episode number 17. Um, At the time of this recording, there was recently a mass shooting in Texas at an elementary school, leaving um, 18 dead so far with possibly more um just at the time of this recording that's where it stands it's such a tragic event and it's definitely one of the things that's always on my mind in terms of what i prep for obviously a a few weeks ago they had the mass shooting at in buffalo at the grocery store and part of what i'm going to talk about today because i get the question so often is, is what do i prep for so what do i prep for what are the reasons why i prep is it's kind of the one of the main questions I'll receive. And then we're going to do a Q&A with some more specific questions that I got from you guys on Instagram. Uh, the questions came through over on at American Prepper Group and also came over at, at Last Prepper Standing. Uh, both those are the main kind of Instagrams for um, for my content. And then we do at the Prepper Syndicate for kind of promoting other people's work and just getting the whole entire community of preppers in one hub where I could share and try to get as much info out there from everybody who's sharing all their prepper information. But, you know, on the heels of the mass shooting, it's just very sad and depressing to think about, especially at such a a soft target like an elementary school. And we have to figure out some solution to protect the children at these schools where they're completely vulnerable and they're relying on adults for protection. So I hope this changes some police policies and maybe changes some school board policies. Every um, local school is going to have to develop their own way that they want to deal with it. But I believe, you know, constant monitoring from the outside and the inside, I would say, you know, at least two, maybe even three officers per school would be be a reasonable number it would you know create some jobs it would provide some security to people who are completely vulnerable and are you know they're shipped off to school their their protection and their education is entrusted to the adults there so the adults should have to figure out a way to protect them whether it's arming teachers who want to be armed you can't obviously force people to carry a firearm if they're not comfortable with it if they're not if they don't want to put in the time to be properly trained but i hope it's something that leads to a broader discussion like that and doesn't lead towards a, a discussion of gun confiscation because that's that is one of the things that um, I do prep for, but you know, let me kind of get into the list of what I prep for or what I'm prepping for, and then we'll jump into the Q&A. But what I'm prepping for, one, is just my own personal physical health. I think that's important because there's so many health issues that people face, um, be it just the, the health issue of old age. I want to age uh, as pain-free and as healthy as possible. I'm not interested in being on a ton of medications and being a uh, victim of the medical industrial complex. So, you know, first and foremost, I, I prep for my physical health. 
Um, I prep next for short-term natural disasters. That could be anything from a tornado, an earthquake, a hailstorm. Um, a short-term disaster would be next, and that or would be next, and that's what I'm talking about. More like a tragedy, like a car accident, or you know, you break a leg or something like that. Something, something in the terms of a of something that's an incident that you got to deal with. It's short term. It's not long term. Like I carry a, um, want to go hiking with me. I make sure to carry a tourniquet, uh, a Sam, a Sam splint. If you're not familiar with the Sam splint is, I encourage you to look that up. It's a great thing to keep on you, but you know, short term disaster, natural disaster, short term disaster. Um, next would be job loss. I try to put back as much money as I can, make as many smart financial decisions as I can. In case I lose a job, I could kind of with take that blow of losing my job and transition into the next job as easily as possible without as much um, with mitigating kind of the effects it'll have on me. Um, next is the economic downturn. I think we're starting to see that right now because of the inflation. Um, a home invasion that's very at the top of my list of things that um, I prep for because it's a it's a more likely scenario than kind of some of the more far-fetched uh, super volcano ideas or alien invasion, that type of thing. Uh, more worried about um, a home invasion than I'm worried about an alien invasion. Um, next is going to be a self-defense encounter. That could be from getting in a fight with someone um, on the streets in a road rage incident to dealing with an active shooter to dealing with an aggressive person at the gas station. There's a self-defense encounter is what I consider it. So I prepare for that. Um, kind of a bigger catastrophic event. What we're starting to see and I've always been aware of is a supply supply chain breakdown. We noticed that a whole lot in 2020 and been kind of in a perpetual supply chain breakdown since then. Um, the bigger scale thing that I kind of prep for, which is maybe a little more far-fetched, but is a total grid down. I'm obviously short-term natural disaster would qualify to me as, you know, two, three days, maybe two weeks without power. But, you know, grid down national maybe even global grid down scenario is something that I prep for um, a tyrannical world government. If you guys are like me, you're very in tune with what's going on with the, the new world order and the agendas that are being set forth against us sovereign people with this, uh, Great reset, and this week in Davos, they're having the World Economic Forum. Some outlandish statements coming out of there. Some some major shifts and changes in the world that are all meant to bring more control over the population and people. Um, next, which I'm kind of worried about, especially on the heels of this shooting, because I really think the the gun rights are going to be one of the catalysts for it. But as a civil war too. And that could happen on so many fronts and we've seen so many things inching us and pointing us in that direction from the political divide, the racial divide, the constant uh, social and economical um, hardships that are put on people and the classism, that's, uh, the, the class envy that is really rearing its head in America. We see a lot of that right now. So, you know, Civil War Two. Um, next is World War Three. Just so so many wild things happening right now. Like just the other day, um, Biden was talking about we're we will go to war with China if they invade Taiwan. Well, they do everything they could do to kind of 
set up for invading Taiwan. We we signaled to China that we're going to go against them in a war and we're, we have a deal with Taiwan to protect them. So, you know, those aren't, those are not normal statements that the president should be making. We've kind of always had a hush, hush policy about that. And the white house even walked it back afterwards, but those are kind of what I'm prepping for. Those are my main things that I'm prepping for in terms of what I approach my prepping mindset with daily. But let's get into some of the questions you guys asked. Um, I got a question from exposing the corrupt Trump is Carole opposition leader. Why do you think he su- supports the vax? Um, I think he is a controlled opposition leader a little bit unwittingly. I think he may know that he has to play this political game a little bit and that he kind of wants to, I think he just believes he can make good business deals with people and that these people will work in good faith with common sense ideas. I don't think he really realizes there's a nefarious agenda at hand. I think he supports the vax because he is surrounded by advisors who tell him that that's a smart thing to do. You're starting to see him kind of ease back from a little bit. But I think at some level, once you reach that type of power, you are controlled by something, someone, or um, at least others' opinions a lot more than you're just paving your own own way. Um, also asked um, by Exposing the Corrupt, why are we blinded by the two parties when we could unite as people and boycott them all? That's um that's a very easy one because of the decadence of society, because of the bread and circuses that are um, given to us that people just gobble up and eat up, um, who are just spoon fed um, low vibration um, trinkets to get them away from really reaching towards the higher power things like individual freedom, individual liberties and uh ability to kind of chart your own path in this world. They they just, people don't like to do hard work. I think much of our society is based on the fact that we've tried to make things easier for ourselves from surviving in the woods and having to start a primitive fire to being able to flip a switch and turn on the heat. I mean, we just, we want things as easy as possible. It's in our nature. It's, I think it's People really rebel against that idea. I think people want to try to find their way back to a primitive way when one of our most primitive things is to make things easy for ourselves because it gives us the highest chance of survival is to have it easy. So that that's kind of my thoughts on why people um, don't want to stand up because it'll be hard and it'll be very hard work to do. Um, next question from Max Ops. What do you think the what do you think of the mass incarceration of our black, brown and black brothers and sisters? Um I think a lot of it is um self-imposed. I myself from going through quite a bit of time in county jails and uh reaching very close to that penitentiary line um realized that so much of what I was doing was self-imposed and it was um kind of conditioned into me through the the media and the music and the culture of the decadent society and you're not really given a lot of tools or ways out once you're trapped in that and the mass incarceration happens because there's a 
prison industrial complex as well. Like there's so many industries that are, are just against the people and want to, you know, profit off of people's pain and suffering. So there's no money in rehabilitating people and making them productive citizens. Um, if people happen to do that all on their own, then awesome. But people who don't want to strive for that, there's a whole way to make money off them. There's a whole way to industrialize them. So if you can't tax them through their pro productivity, like you'll tax them through their imprisonment. And you'll make money off them that way. So either way, we are all black, brown, white, whatever it is. We're all enslaved by some sort of system, whether it's taxes or whether it's your your freedom and your time by being part of the industry of the prison. So uh, I I believe that we are all in a prison planet and we are all massing mass incarcerated it just doesn't you know some of us are actually behind bars of the prison and some of us are behind bars of credit card debt a job we don't like um the 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 housing market the the keeping up with the you know the joneses whatever it may be there's some sort of prison that we're all trapped in by the same system that are just our bars look a little different some of them are invisible chains and some of them are real chains um GS seventeen seventy six. He uh, it's not a question. It's more of a comment. That kid's pants. He's he's referring to my son's uh, prom outfit. He looks like a hundred percent of the the recent NFL draftees and NBA draftees and and fashion fashion men right now with the the skinny pants that are high. So. You know, what can you do? You got to let these kids be kids. You got to let them have some individuality or let them think that they have individuality, even though they're just copying a formula that's laid out from them. Um, I try not to shelter the kids from too much. I try to let them choose what they want to choose. I try to, you know, expose them to everything. And then in time through life's ups and downs, they'll come back to um, the right way. And, you know, they're great kids now. Don't get me wrong. Just because his pants are tight and skinny and he looks like he's uh, going to the NBA draft doesn't mean that he buys into all that stuff completely. I mean, he's pretty well, well-rounded, well-rounded boy. And uh, I'm super, super um, proud of him. But let's see. Next question. Andrew Letzner's next unforeseen pandemic level global atrocity prepare for that they're not talking about yet. Um, I mean, it's current and ongoing. Some people are talking about it, but I really think it's just a slow creep towards world government and unelected officials taking control over our day-to-day -day lives from Biden going to be signing the UN small arms treaty. So a possible gun grab. Um, if you go back and you look this up, you look up, um, they laid the groundwork with, uh, unprecedented health emergency, public health emergency. And you go and look up public health emergency guns. There's a lot of um, groundwork for that. So I think they're going to try to come for the guns under the guise of a public health emergency. So maybe a gun grab disguised as that. So uh, global pandemic level, I think we're going to see um, something that may corrupt the food supply. Because they're starting to lay lay all this groundwork with pandemics, uh, monkeypox, the bat, the saying that the vid came from bats, um, this, that, another. Um, we saw a little bit of flare up with the chickens, uh, the the bird flu. So I think maybe something. If you remember, if you're old enough like me and you remember the mad cow disease, something that disrupts the global 
food supply where they're just massively killing off everything and there's already a supply chain breakdown. So we're seeing, you know, starvation happening on a level that maybe our country has never experienced. So to me, that's something that people are maybe not talking about yet is what happens if the global livestock is, um, is compromised and what will we do for food? Then will we turn, will, where will we turn then? So, um, that I believe is most of the questions. Let me see. I got a couple more here. Um, communications. I'm not the best, uh, at communications. So I got a question about what would I do for communications? I get that question often a lot too. I definitely need to be, uh, more up on how to recommend communications to people. I just have a Baofeng radio, a couple of walkie talkies. I probably need to prepare a little bit beyond those plus our cell phone, plus some written communications and signals that we have, um, beyond that. But communications, you got to have some some communications backups to your cell phone. If you don't have that and you're a prepper, I recommend anything from, from walkie-talkies to full-blown getting your ham radio license, whatever you're comfortable with. So that kind of does it for um, what am I prepping for and the Q&A. I appreciate all the questions you guys answered and the time it takes just to even engage. I think that's what so much of what I'm trying to do is just get to get the prepping community to engage with each other, kick around some ideas, talk about stuff that maybe you're not able to talk about with your friends and family, but maybe you're able to talk to somebody about it online. So it just kind of reinforces what you're doing in terms of your prepping. But as always, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Give us a follow on any of those social medias um, that I put out there before. And we look forward to the next episode. I'm going to be asking what topics you guys like me to cover uh, coming up real soon. And I'm going to pick a couple of those. Still trying to drop episodes on Wednesday and Sundays and still trying to make them quick. So I appreciate it. Thank you.